crew. Who am I going to root for in the final four? As they have won the Brewers 11 straight games. They have. And they haven't uh, won a league title in 39 years or something like that. I've been to Milwaukee's Brewers games at their stadium. That's Not where this they stadium, their do, old stadium. They do their beloved sausage races. And yeah. you've oh, yeah. consumed quite a bit of Milwaukee's brew as well. Not there. I was a child when I saw the Brewers. Well, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. But true. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, I am the man who made Milwaukee famous. <laughs> um, Drinking age was 18 there when I was 18. Spent some quality time in Wisconsin. Uh, I used to have a Wisconsin accent. I remember when I moved to uh, Kansas and people would make fun of my accent. It apparently went away. Mm. Um, so, obviously, Kanye West showing up at the White House was a topic of conversation for your late night shows. And a number of them took a shot at making a humorous comment upon that. Sounds like a late night joke off to me in That's which right. I will grade the jokes and the low grade getter will be banned from comedy for life. Today, guys, President Trump met with Kanye West at the White House. Incredible. You would have told me 10 years ago that Trump and Kanye would be meeting at the White House. I would have said, oh, my God, Kanye becomes president? (laughs) And I'm not a fan of this new Kanye West, but I will say I really enjoyed seeing Kanye make Trump feel the way Trump makes us feel every single day. That was great to watch. Kanye went on for quite some time. He praised the president's male energy and implied that Donald Trump is the strong, supportive father figure he never had. (laughs) Eric and Don Jr. were like, yeah, join the club. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That was, uh, well, Jimmy Fallon with a B minus, which is not a bad joke. No, I just thought it was an interesting comment. Yeah. Yeah. You go back a number of years. It was amusing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Noah there with a solid B plus, Jimmy Kimmel with a C minus. Mm. It just it, it was terrible. Uh, now, in spite of Noah being downgraded one full grade for being a foreigner, <laughs> he is still beat out the stoned, fat, and annoying Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> so, Kimmel is banned from comedy for life. Donna Brazil has just tweeted or commented on the Kanye West thing. Donna Brazil. Ran Hillary Clinton's campaign for a while. Got the uh, questions for the debates from CNN. Even as she was an allegedly neutral commentator on CNN. Yeah, uh, a bunch of different stuff. She ran Al Gore's campaign back in the day. Anyway, Donna Brazil says Kanye West has set us back 155 years. Which is, uh, boy, it's not easy to accomplish for one wrapper and a hat. I feel like that's a very specific. Was there something specific about 155 years? Is that ago? up to end up? To, what does Somebody that you want to do? The, uh, the, the end math of uh, us, Civil please. War? Minus. What, I don't know. Carry the three. Oh, 13th Amendment? I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't matter. It does. We understand her point. 2018 minus how long? 155? 1863. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That was 13th Amendment, probably? Roughly? Emancipation Proclamation? Something like that. Something like that. So, black people are slaves again? Okay. Well, that's an interesting development. 1863, the Emancipation Proclamation. There you go. I think I'll uh, be abstaining on moral grounds, whether it's legal or not, but that is a news flash. According to Don Brazil, slavery is is lawful once again. So uh, in the I, South, I googled what happened in 1863, and that popped up. I love the internet. Kanye took us all the way back to the EP. Wow, wow! It's interesting. I'm reading the Grant biography, and his dad was a big time Hugh Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm up to God, the, he's so uh, charming. I mean, even today he's charming in rom coms. 
I'm up to the uh, hot that, wife years. Who is the who is this? Elizabeth Hurley, right? Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley yeah. yeah, I just got to the Elizabeth Hurley years, but before mm, brace yourself, I don't want to spoil it. Before but. he gets the Hummer from the the whore in the car in Los <laughs> oh, Angeles. Well, that was Frank. Spoiler alert. No, U.S. Grant. <laughs> Donnie. You know, I went out to I went to B.I. Lennon. I went into Sam's bedroom the other night, and he's got this big history book. I said, what you doing? He said, I'm just reading about this guy. I can't pronounce his name something Grant. I said, that's interesting. I'm reading about Ulysses Grant. Did we're, you high five? We're, yes, we're both reading about Ulysses Grant at the same time. Nice. Anyway, his dad was a big abolitionist, and that was a big hot topic in their family and the people around there. It's interesting that so many people with nothing invested other than hating the idea of living in a country where that was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, got so worked up about moral it. indignance. Yeah, just like I'm not cool with that occurring. Right, right. Good for a, them. It was a big deal. Changed history. And then uh, U.S. Grant went off and fell in love with a woman who had uh, quite the lifestyle because they had lots of slaves, giving them a really cool living. And love is strange. Well, life is complicated. Sure, it is. She was hot. You're a good horseman. And you came together. <laughs> She has slaves. What are you going to do? He was the greatest horseman ever. He set the record at West Point, which was never bested because they stopped doing this, for jumping a rail at the at the final test of like how good a horseman you are yeah. at West Point. Yeah. They they took this rail and they held it up way high, higher than anybody had ever heard. And he got on his horse and went flying down the field and jumped over it. I'm, I'm giving a high hoof to the horse. The I'd horse say. gets some credit, I guess. Though I don't, I have no concept of how much the rider has to do with that. I think staying on is a big, uh, a big part of it. Right, right, and shift, weight shift, and command of the horse, and the rest. Anyway, I, I didn't mean to talk about how high horses can jump. I don't know. I was just getting I back to the old Emancipation Proclamation, am which I, Kanye West has taken us back to. Am I correct that U.S. Grant wasn't very success, hmm, good at much? He was not a terribly successful man or impressive. I'm finding that very interesting in terms of raising my own children. Mm. So he, um, everybody really liked him. Very strong character. Yeah. Didn't curse, was nice to everybody, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But showed no leadership abilities, unorganized, was late all the time for various things. Hey, I've got those. Yeah, exactly. Had a completely unconditioned beard. Very straggly. <laughs> Yet... And and it reminded me of when I read about Winston Churchill in the latest biography recently. Mm-hmm. Also, unorganized, not particularly impressive, couldn't show up on time. A bunch of things that you would you would look at somebody when they're younger, like if they're in their twenties and acting that way, you'd see there's somebody that's never going to be successful. Right. I, I don't know what you do with that information, or, or you know, none of those are good qualities to have. But no. in, in terms of predicting success, apparently it doesn't do that good a job. Grant. As organized and successful a leader as ex- as has existed on planet Earth, mm-hmm. eventually, right? So motivator, strategist. Mm-hmm. I mean, the really, really advanced stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Enjoyed a cocktail now and again too. I understand. Yeah, Boy. yeah. The the biographer Chernow, who wrote Alexander Hamilton, uh, writing this says Grant's the wordy one, not the singy one. Grant's most <laughs> impressive victory, if you look over his entire life, was against booze. Huh. Not anything he did in wartime, hmm. which I thought was really interesting. I'd like to get a time machine and have a drink with uh, General Grant. He would probably find me a vacuous moron, but <laughs> so many people do. <laughs> uh, well, where anyway. were we? What are we doing? Oh, Kanye West was mm-hmm. at the White House. And... Do we want to spin the wheel of Kanye Let's and play another it. clip? We haven't done come that on, for a while. It's Friday. Hey, where'd the wheel go? Wheel, come back. Wheel of Kanye, we call it. We spin a wheel and then we choose it. There you go. 
theater of mind, you see, we don't actually have a wheel. Hey, you're ruining it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna discuss, I didn't mean to put you no, on no, glass no, like no, that, bro, but it's definitely... I'm open-minded. I'm here. <laughs> what were they talking about there? We brought that up, I didn't mean to put you on, because he brought up an awful lot of things. What stood out even among Kanye's rant enough for him to say, I apologize for putting you in this position? Oh, yeah, where are the F-bomb clips? I thought we had those. Yeah, uh, we haven't played that yet. Because That's that was one of the uh, features of Kanye's, how long was it? 12, 14, 14 minutes? minutes? Long, manic, covering 37 topics, difficult to follow, genius yet nutty rant in the Oval Office with the press there yesterday is what we're talking about. But one of the features oh, that, that a lot of people mentioned was that he, uh, his language was salty at times. Trump is on his hero's journey right now. And he might not have expected to have a crazy like Kanye West run up and uh, support. But best believe, we are going to make America great. For me, also as a guy that looks up to you, looks up to Rathlerin, looks up to American industry guys. Non-political, no Put the beep on it, however you want to do it, five seconds delay. And just goes in and gets it done. Okay, I get it. Uh, Bullets ought to be lawfulized, legalized, right? You know, demystified. The, the president should have done it right there. He probably has the power to do that. Yeah, doesn't he? An executive order. Yeah, that, certainly around the FCC. Hey, I Obama hereby could do it. I hereby declare BS not a bleepable offense. Right. Start broadcasting a uh, bullets. Get the FCC on the phone. So Don't the, bust anybody. Well, they wouldn't anyway. So was it later or there? I'm getting mixed up on what I've seen and heard. That Kanye put on the Make America Great hat with the idea that making it a great again is it doesn't count for black people because it was. Well, well yeah, it's too. I actually agreed with yeah, them. I understand that. Make I understand America that's Great. Something. Forget the again part. I understand what Trump was driving at, but yeah, that does have some uncomfortable connotations. They're way, way, way overblown by lefties who hate Republicans and hate Trump. But why have baggage if you don't need it? Kanye's sure. right. Make America great. Because mag, mag hats just doesn't really have the same sort of cachet as a MAGA hat. Did we play 10 yet? Can we spin the wheel and land on 10? But you know what I don't like about... It's not that I don't like... What I, what I need Saturday Night Live to improve on or what I need the liberals to improve on is if he don't look good, we don't look good. This is our president. He has to be the freshest, the flyest, the flyest planes, the best factories. And we have to make our core be in power. We have to bring jobs into America because our best export is entertainment and ideas. But when we make everything in China and not in America, then we're cheating on our country. And we're putting people in positions to have to do illegal things to end up in the cheapest factory ever, the, uh, the prison system. Wow, 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 that is it. That was quite something. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I think I'm tracking with them, but we covered an awful lot of ground there. I liked in the middle of that when President Trump said, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Which which part exactly? (laughs) Oh, boy. Wow. He was in an awkward position. The president? There was no good way to handle that. No, I think he did what he ought to do. Yeah, you you smile, and then at the end you say, that was... attentive. That was something. That was really something. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. I'm not exactly sure what the squirrel lady is suing about, but I see we've got a clip of that, among other things. Also, 
A writer named on an infamous list of media sexual predators is suing the creator of that list because he didn't do none of it. Oh, gotcha. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There's a lot us artists would change mm-hmm. about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, their induction ceremony, and who they pick. The corporate sponsors get to pick. Huh. And then the people get to vote. I, there's a lot of people I don't know why they're in there, and there's a lot of people I don't know why they're not. <laughs> Something we've all said. Life's been good to him so far. That's Joe Walsh of the Eagles talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and how it's a bunch of crap. Yes, it is. It's silly. Um, it, are you going to watch the NBC special tonight, Being Melania? Watch it. An I'm hour with DVR the, it and watch it over and over again. An hour with the first lady. I'm I've come to believe she's a really nice person. I'm sure she is. I, I'm not meaning that in a mocking way. I just can't imagine spending my Friday night watching an hour interview with Melania Trump. Yeah, she's more articulate in her fifth language than most people are in their first. So my son has inherited or learned the uh, the dry sense of humor that his old man has. Ah. Deadpan delivery. Mm. And yesterday uh, we're jumping on the trampoline, and I said. I think I'm going to dedicate myself to learning to do a back trip, backflip, mm-hmm. probably be a back trip, and dedicate myself to learning to do a backflip. He said, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you get a time machine. Oh, wow. Yes. That's good stuff. Yes. Buffo. Zango. Oh, Unless you get a time machine. That wow. Hurts. That left a mark. Wow. So I'm going to prove him wrong. I probably That's absolutely have hilarious. to drive a chair into work Monday with my chin, but I'm going to try to do it. <laughs> wow. Can a get... backflip? Yeah, that's, that's a mistake, man. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That is a mistake. A buddy of mine who does lots of flips, and he's the same age as me, he said it's easier. He said it's scarier, but it's easier. So it's gonna... a mistake. <laughs> is there any chance we can get some cell phone footage of <laughs> yeah, some no of the kidding. training montages? <laughs> yeah. The trouble with doing flips is... You're either all in or you don't do it. I mean, you got to commit. It's all about commitment. Yeah, you got to commit. Right. Uh, isn't life like that, Jack? It sure is. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Can I simultaneously, strenuously disagree with the idea and insist it be taped? <laughs> if, if you see what I'm, yes. As I'm, you know, I won't name him, but a buddy of mine, um, who I think I mentioned, he, he had an accident on one of those rented scooters. He was in the uh, gas lamp district, uh, San Diego, enjoying himself. And I think the story was, he said, as he was getting on it, this is going to end up with my blood coming out of me. And sure enough, it did. And it has changed his life for a number of months. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Anyway. You uh, should know that when you get on. And he knew that. He did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm all for the opportunity to do that if you want. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Um, at the same time, I yeah, I think uh, auditioning new uh, co-hosts would be exhausting. And annoying. So, I uh, doubt I die in the process. I barely remember the media men list that was circulated um, about a year ago. It was a Google spreadsheet that um, 
Moira Donegan, who's some sort of figure in media, um, she crowdsourced a list of bad media men. Those who were hashtag Me Too violators, molesters, uh, harassers, rapists, whatever. God, harassers <laughs> and, um, and, and rapists on the same list. Yeah. That's rough. Well, um, one of the guys on that list is uh, Stephen Elliott. He's a writer based in New Orleans, um, and he appeared on that list. And actually, it gets a little worse, but this woman created this spreadsheet that quickly, I think within um, 12 hours, what's that number? There were many, many, more than 70 men appeared on their list uh, from their 20s to their 60s. Um, All of the accusers remained anonymous. And this list was taken down within 12 hours. But, you know, if it ever existed on the Internet and somebody screen-capped sure. it or saved it, it's it will live forever. And, indeed, BuzzFeed um, was uh, ready to publish an article on its contents. So, anyway, um, more than a dozen of the 70 men on the list were marked with red highlighting, denoting accusations of, quote, physical sexual violence by multiple women. And one of them was Mr. Elliot, whose alleged wrongdoings included rape, sexual harassment, coercion, and unsolicited invitations to his apartment. Um, which God, why do you even put that? If you if you say isn't that what an invitation is? I mean, if I solicit an invitation, that's not an invitation. Hey, can I come over tonight? Maybe this is nitpicking, but I, I don't understand this part of the YouTube move, uh, Me Too movement, not YouTube. Um, if you're calling me a rapist, then saying I've made inappropriate jokes in the workplace, that does that we even need to talk about that? Right. Right. Yeah, I, I guess. But so this uh, Elliot fellow is uh, suing Ms. Donegan um, and uh, threatening, threatening to expose the 30 yet unknown Jane Doe's who edited or publicized the spreadsheet. Uh, this is a quote Some from lawsuit. Some of which lawsuit. could be nut jobs. I'm oh, sure oh, many right. of them or most of them aren't. But that's entirely possible. You got to have a sweatnik in there, a couple of them anyway. Defendants knew the list contained false defamatory statements, including the entirety of plaintiff's entry, but published the list to numerous women to intentionally injure, harass, defame, endanger, aggrieve, and embarrass plaintiff. It would affect your life if you had ended up on that list. No doubt about it. Your, your, Your personal and professional life. And they go into defamation claims are difficult to prove because you have to prove that what was said was false um they knew it was false and it was intended to cause harm and it's even harder for a public figure but you know this is this is a good example of uh, a a topic that's been really popular lately but people are talking past each other as they say and that's the idea of problem of uh, due process and you know we have various people have talked about due process in terms of the kavanaugh hearing and people will respond it's not a criminal trial but that's what talking past each other is Due process as a moral principle, sure, not as a specific legal sure. code. The idea that you can't ruin somebody merely by accusing them. And it'll be interesting to see where this lawsuit goes. What's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Well, we've just had a major breakthrough in relations with Turkey. Trump is touting all in caps. We'll have that for you coming up. Okay, wow. Well, I will stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Day. A couple of days for the markets. We need a one-word market report from Sean. The markets are recovering. 
Recovering. Okay, there we go. Ah, I should I should have picked a different word. Stabilizing. I take it back. Stabilizing. Here's a little tip for you if you don't follow this closely or, closely or haven't in the past. If you hear something like it's the worst drop in 40 years or something like that, they're always talking about points because points have inflated just like, yeah. you know, dollars have. Sure. So it's completely misleading. If you ever hear a percentage, then they're going to say it's the worst drop in like... Uh, four months or something. I mean, it's not near as dramatic. I heard a financial guru say this morning that we live our lives day to day, but our portfolios are designed for decades. Sure. And it's difficult sometimes to reconcile those two things emotionally. How do you get used to uh, it? I hadn't. Uh, I was opening some mail that hadn't been opened. It wasn't like time sensitive. Going through a stack of crap last night. And in my end of the year 401k report, which mm-hmm. I hadn't looked at. Holy cow! Nice. You know, with the market doing what it did, how sure. much of that are we going to lose with this giant correction that is, maybe we're in it now, it's going to happen at some point. I was I ha- looking at the front page of USA Today where yeah. it says, um, experts unsure whether this drop is a blip or a start of a bear market. Yes. Right. People who have spent their entire lives studying this and have fancy degrees don't have the slightest idea whether this is a blip or the beginning of something horrible. Uh, people have been reaching out to me asking what strategies I sure. used during this uh, this yes. tumultuous uh-huh. two-day period. Are they? Uh, so the thing that I did most commonly was I would just open up my portfolio either on my phone or on my screen. I would just yell at it, no! Right. <laughs> Go the other way! Right. Make it clear <laughs> yeah. what you need. Yeah. Yeah. State right. your intentions. <laughs> Uh, Here's your news with Marsha Phillips. Uh, that's straight-ahead economic advice, i got to tell you. <laughs> President Trump says an American pastor has been freed by Turkish officials yes. and is now headed back to the U.S. Pastor Andrew Brunson spent more than two years in a Turkish prison after being accused of spying and aiding terrorists trying to bring down the Erdogan regime. He's denied the charges all along. Trump announcing Brunson's release in an all-caps tweet this morning. Pastor Brunson just released will be home soon. So does this fit in with the back and forth with Turkey and Saudi Arabia in some way? Yes. In what way? Oh, boy. Um, golly. They're doing mm. something nice for us so that we'll... Well, there's all sorts of stuff going on. Right. That's true. Yeah, I could guess, but it I'd almost be, surely be wrong. you got could the whole related, Syria yeah. Kurd thing. you got to, to Iran. Yeah. It could be related to Syria and have nothing to do with the, the Saudi journalists thing. Right. And if I might uh, suggest to some of our well-meaning uh, audience members, Perhaps you are a uh, a person of uh, Christian beliefs, and right. you are thinking you would like right. to save souls somewhere on Earth. I would suggest to you that there are plenty of souls to be saved in non-crazy-ass dictatorship places. And those souls are worth every bit as much as, say, a Turkish soul or a North Korean soul or an Iranian soul. Go to France! Gal, go to Tennessee! Save some <laughs> souls there and not some crazy-ass dictator country. Good point. Facebook is purged over... So we don't have to bust our butts and make God knows what sort of deal to get you out of that crazy-ass dictator prison. Facebook is purged over 800 U.S. accounts and pages for pushing political spam. Facebook saying it purged U.S. publishers and accounts for flooding users with politically-oriented spam, reigniting accusations of political censorship and arbitrary decision-making against the social media giant. In doing so, Facebook demonstrated its increased willingness these days 
to wade into the thorny territory of policing domestic political activity. I don't know to what extent it was biased. I'd have to look at the list, but I guarantee you there was a lot of arbitrariness being arbitrary going on. Right. There has to be. Yeah. Uh, There is also a story that's flown somewhat under the radar um, because of, you know, everything's about Trump all the time, in which you Google internal documents about how they were going, they are going to be a, uh, a censor, but a good censor. And their description <laughs> of what they're going to censor and how, and how it's for everybody's own good, and we should be grateful to them, probably deserves a couple minutes on the show at some point. But, yeah, the any attempt to portray any of the social media giants as somehow merely a village square where we all get together right. and chat is just false. They are an active and activist uh, massager of the conversation. Kanye West made that uh, infamous trip to the White House yesterday and had his face-to-face meeting with Donald Trump. During a sit-down in the Oval Office, he talked to Trump, giving his views on a whole rasher of subjects, prison reform, mental health, the 13th Amendment, and why he's... Not uh, all that wild about Democrats sometimes. I'm moving back to Chicago, and it's not just about, you know, getting on stage and being an entertainer and having a monolithic voice that's forced to be a specific party. You know, people expect that if you're black, you have to be Democrat. I have a, uh, I've, I've had conversations that basically said that welfare is the reason why a lot of black people end up being Democrat. They say, you know, first of all, it's, it, it's a limit to amount of jobs. Uh, so the, the fathers lose the jobs and they say, we'll give you more money for having more kids in your home. And then we got rid of the mental health institutes in the 80s and the 90s and the prison rates just shot up. Wow, wait a minute. You kind of took shots at the Republican policies and Democrat policies there. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. We need more. More Kanye. There you more go. Trump. I'd like to see Kanye... Moderate think- a debate between Trump and, I don't know, Cory Booker. So you think Trump should sit down every day with somebody who's bipolar having a manic phase and listen to them rant for 15 minutes? Uh, I would say not anybody. Hmm. I think Kanye's are in the right to be manic in the Oval Office. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty show, The Conscience of the Nation. So I was thinking of this. You said... Uh, so anybody who thinks these social media platforms are the town square are, yeah. are sadly mistaken. Or yes. Dumb as s or whatever you said. I didn't say that. <laughs> that's what I heard. That's what I heard, too. Wow. Um, and, but, so that's what I originally wanted. I wanted to just be anybody gets to say anything. Yeah. But if you take that uh, analogy further, if it's an actual you know town square in a town, if you had somebody who showed up every day Saying crap really, really loud. So loud nobody else can talk. Right. You'd Slandering boot, people. You'd boot them out. Yes. Even and, in the town square. And indeed, I think of uh, some of your screeds about the parks that are so infested with, with bums and, and junkies and scary people that you can't have your kids run around and play there. Yeah, you got to police the public square. So who's going to do that? Who will watch the watchers, Jack? Ooh. That's a good one. I don't know. There's a Latin phrase for that. More watchers will watch you. Different watchers. Different watchers. Better watchers. Right. Watcher watchers. Taller watchers. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We got to have more Kanye. Come on. He's America's philosopher king. We could spin the wheel of Kanye and hit you with a clip or two coming back on the Armstrong and Getty show. Oh, and we got the squirrel lady. Oh, yeah. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
Armstrong and Getty Show. That's what I hope I hope I hope to accomplish this weekend. Sleeping? Get some sleep. How you can sleep up? when you're dead, Jack, which will be soon if you don't get some sleep. Right. 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 Oh, speaking of which, I'm sorry, I'm going off topic here. We'll get back to the, you know. The topic is us talking till 10. Yeah. <laughs> so. So uh, my buddy Brian just <laughs> uh, just sent me a link to uh, what Ricky Gervais tweeted not long ago. It's a really wacky picture, and that doesn't matter. But here's what Ricky Gervais says. You're allowed to joke about anything. Enjoy. You'll be dead soon. It's pretty good. That is pretty damn good. God, everybody takes themselves You're and everything else so seriously. You're allowed to joke about anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah why wouldn't yeah. you? And, and you know what? The thing is, this is what always drives me crazy. Most people, everybody I've ever known, they do joke about anything. Right. They joke about death. They joke about horrible things happening to children. I mean, they make jokes about everything. That's the way we're built. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, if somebody gets caught saying it, we put on our serious tones and act like it's and, just... And our pilgrim outfit. And act like it's just horrifying. And we pres- Puritan outfit, I should this say. This is what we do. This is, what's, this is like your how to argue unfairly. Mm-hmm. You create a serious context, then play somebody making a joke. Right. And of course, it seems really ridiculous and outlandish yeah. then. But yeah, It used to be not very long ago that in American society, somebody who is constantly looking for a reason to be aggrieved was, uh, number one, that was a tiny, tiny percentage of the population, and they were seen as nuts. And pains in the ass. Now it's like as fashionable as Uggs to always be angry about something or be aggrieved or claim to, you know, that offended me. Oh, my God. What a weird people we've become. People make jokes about car crashes and cancer and right, all kinds of different things. Because we fear them. It helps us deal with them. And you know what? You're born. You struggle. You die. Laughing a few times kind of lightens the load. Yeah, bunch of whiny biatches. There, I got it out of me. I've noticed this arc. Before we get to Kanye, um, that clearly I'm in. Is the, it an arc or a curve? Uh, mm. <laughs> I think it's an arc. Um, I guess it's a curve if it's on a graph. But so we were talking the other day about you're carefree when you're younger, and then yeah. you go through a period of time where you're stressed out, and then you're carefree again. Yeah. That seems pretty obvious to me just from observing like uh, people in the in the grandparent culture. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's if it's age or what. But so when you're younger, you don't have any responsibilities, even though you think you do. And then, and then when you really have real, real responsibilities, you realize how few you actually had. And then um, it would seem to me, just from observing people when they're older, you get to a point where you think, you know, there's nothing I can do about it, or, or something happens. None of this matters. Well, it, well, little of it. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's none of it matters, because even the important stuff, it just seems to be, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. It's just... Acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's going to fall apart. That's not going to work. That's going to... That, this is that. A much more coherent philosophy than that enunciated by one Kanye West, who went to the White House yesterday. Let's spin the wheel of Kanye's ramblings. What about gun violence with all the debate about the Second Amendment going on? The problem is illegal guns. Illegal guns is the problem. Not, not, Not legal guns. We have the right to bear arms. Oh, he goes on for quite a while about that. Um, that is, then that was a pretty good screed. That was actually a pretty good screed from Kanye. Does he and, go into the I'd love to hear more about thing? that. Uh, he might. He might. I don't know. The, the thing that um, 
that the uh, head of the police and um, Mike Sachs met with me last night at the Soho House about was we feel that stop and frisk uh, does not help the relationships in the city. And everyone that knew I was coming here said, ask about stop and frisk. That's, that's, that's uh, the number one thing that we're uh, having this conversation about. You know, it occurs to me that <laughs> I love that. I love that. It is so clearly human, not partisan. No, he was a right winger on the on the first gun thing mm-hmm. and a liberal on the stop and frisk thing. Right. And that doesn't fit into being a politician or, or a cable news network. So. Right, right, exactly. And as a human being pointing out, and, and I'm sure the context was, yeah, it does cut down on crime and guns and that sort of thing, but it's demeaning and it makes people angry and it's it's f- f- racially fraught, et cetera. Wow, how about that? Yeah, it's a really tough nut to crack. And while we wrestle with it, It'd be kind of helpful if we weren't screaming at each other at every step of the, what, negotiation or the philosophizing. But the the whole show of Kanye sitting there going on this rant with the president sitting there and then the media sitting there, and they all had something to get out of it. The most pure person in the room clearly was Kanye West. I don't think... I don't think he's got anything going on, the, the, the thoughts in his head. I, yeah, I think he is at times beautifully naive. There's no doubt the, and, president, and optimistic. the president's trying to get some benefit out of a black guy, a really, a really popular, famous black guy who's on his side, right? at least somewhat. The media was hoping with their questions to come up with an answer that would divide them somehow. Right. Yeah. You know that's what they're going after. And then all day long, the media, as I mentioned Brian Williams with this, and as... Americans had their 401ks wiped out by the stock market, and people are literally dying on the East Coast. The president was doing this. You idiots in the press were the ones that were asking this supposed crazy person questions. So it's a minstrel show, or Trump's taking advantage of a crazy person? Well, then why were you asking him all these questions and writing down his answers if you thought it was just a mentally ill person being exploited? Everybody had a role in the game. Yeah, there are all sorts of kinds of crazy I mean, bipolar is not, I, you know, I, I've worked with and created music with uh, some people who are bipolar, and man, they're crazy talented. One guy in particular, crazy talented and crazy. But the idea that, look, look at Joe, he's uh, exploiting a mentally ill person. What? No, no, no. You're right. Every God, but the, it's just wearing me out. It's a good thing it's Friday. I can't take the fakery. I can't take the lying anymore. Well, am I wrong, though? Is it... If it's ridiculous for Trump to talk to Kanye, then why are you, as a reporter from a major news organization, asking Kanye questions? To have it both ways. To have it both as ways. As you're pointing out. Yeah. And, they, and again, they were hoping he'd say something that would not fit in with the Trump thing, and they could really drill down on that and, right. and divide sure. that yeah. whole thing. Let's spin the wheel, everybody. Come on. One more. President Trump has said that he favors stop and frisk. Are you guys... Sorry, I was looking for the, the rest of his gun. Oh, oh that would be a good thing. That's so all right. Quite I, see, all right. I see football legend Jim Brown, who was a legend in the late 50s, early 60s. But I mean, that's going way back. But he's sitting there right next to Kanye looking at him like you are one crazy MF. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Play anything. The Wheel of Kanye. Uh, and also, Larry Hoover is an example of a man that was turning his life around. And as soon as he tried to turn his life around, they hit him with six life sentences. So I believe he's with, you say don't tear down the statues. Larry Hoover is a living statue. He's a beacon 
for us, that needs to see his family, that needs to go out and represent. When you have a block leader on every single block, they can own the block as their own. That's something I learned from Jim Brown, from Amer I Can. We need to put curriculums from people who really came from the streets, not people who are just trying to set us up to go into a work system or prison system that applies to what people are really going through, which Jim Brown has created. Larry Hoover is an American gang leader, founder of the Chicago street gang, the Gangster Disciples, uh, serving six life sentences. I don't know about turning his life around. I see this editorial in the Chicago Sun-Times. If Larry Hoover were freed, he'd bring the fear of God to the streets, advocates say. Can I hear Kanye 5? He'd urge gang members to stop the killing. Just for S's and G's here. You know, so um, he said that I actually wasn't bipolar. I had sleep deprivation, which could cause dementia 10 to 20 years from now where I wouldn't even remember my son's name. So all this power that I got, and I'm taking my son to the Sox game and all that, I wouldn't be able to remember his name from a misdiagnosis. Wow. Sleep deprivation. So he's saying it's not sleep deprivation. He's bipolar. Okay. Yes. He was misdiagnosed. Oh, I got it backwards. Gotcha. Kind of lost me there. Yeah. <laughs> that was quite something. And then Kanye claims he's got a super high IQ at some point, which he may have. I don't, I don't have any idea. Well, I'm sure he does in some regards. Probably does. Yeah. For what that's worth. God, I hope he does that. He should do that every Thursday. That should be a regular thing. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.